हेलो दिस इज अर्श काल सेकर फ्रॉम ज्ञानी चर्चा ब्रिंगिंग यू द स्टोरीज दैट अमेज यू An iceberg the size of Spanish island of Majorca has broken off the coast of Antarctica with measurements taken from satellites and planes confirming it's now the world's largest iceberg A76 carved from the western side of Ron ice shelf in Antarctica and uh, is now floating on the Weddell Sea the European Space Agency said it measures around 170 kilometers that is uh, 0.5 miles long and 25 kilometers 15 miles wide that's larger than new york's long island and half the size of puerto rico the antarctica ice sheet is warming faster than the rest of the planet causing melting of snow and ice covers as well as the retreat of glaciers especially around the weddell sea as glaciers retreat chunks of icebergs off and float adrift until they break apart or crash into another land last year current uh, stroke iceberg a68a the world's largest at that time from antarctica to the coast of south georgia island scientists feared the berg would collide with an island that's breeding ground for sea lions and penguins but it ended up splitting and breaking into pieces instead average sea levels have risen about 9 inches since 1880 and about a quarter of that increase comes from icebergs melting in greenland and antarctica ice sheets along with their land based glaciers elsewhere according to a study published in nature earlier this month the study by 84 scientists from 15 countries concluded that more ambitious national goals to cut greenhouse gas emissions and slow down climate change set recently are not enough to stop sea levels from rising in fact melting glaciers and ice sheets will raise sea levels twice as fast as they would if countries fulfill their early pledges under their paris agreement So what is the Paris agreement the Paris agreement is a legally binding international treaty on climate change it was adopted by 196 parties at the COP21 in Paris on 12 December 2015 and entered into force on 4 November 2016 its goal is to limit global warming to well below 2 preferably 1.5 degrees celsius compared to pre-industrial levels okay uh, to achieve this long term temperature goals countries aim to reach global peaking of greenhouse gas emission as soon as possible to achieve a climate neutral world by mid century the paris agreement is a landmark in the multilateral climate change process because for the first time a binding agreement brings all the nations into a common cause to undertake ambitious effort to combat climate change and adapt to its effects okay so how does the this uh, paris agreement work implementation of the paris agreements require economic and social transformation based on the best available science the paris agreements works on a five year cycle of increasingly ambitious climate change carrying out by the countries by 2020 countries submit their plans for climate action known as nationally determined contributions ndcs uh ndcs in their ndcs countries communicate actions they will take to reduce their greenhouse gas emissions in order to reach the goal of paris agreement countries also communicate in their ndcs actions they will take to build resilience to adapt to the impacts of rising temperatures
long term strategies to better frame the efforts towards the long term goal the paris agreements invites countries to formulate and submit by 2020 long term low uh, greenhouse gas uh, emissions development strategies uh, lt leds okay lt leds provides a long term horizon to the ndcs unlike ndcs they are not mandatory nevertheless they place the ndcs into the context of the country's long term planning and development priorities providing a vision and direction of for future development so how are the countries supporting each other the paris agreement provides a framework of financial technical capacity building support to those countries who need it finance the paris agreements reaffirms that developed nations should take the lead in providing financial assistance to the countries that are less endowed and more vulnerable while for the first time also encouraging voluntary contributions by other parties climate finance is needed for mitigation because large scale investments are required to significantly reduce emissions climate finance is equally important for adaptation as significant financial resources are needed to adapt to adverse effects and reduce the impact of changing climate technology the paris agreement speaks for the vision of fully realizing technological development and transfer for both improving resilience to climate change and reducing ghg emissions it establishes a technology framework to provide overarching guidance to the well functioning technology mechanism The mechanism is accelerating technology development and transfer through its policy and implementation arms. Capacity building. Not all developing countries have sufficient capacities to deal with many of the challenges brought by the climate change. As a result, the Paris Agreement places great emphasis on climate-related capacity building for developing countries and requests all developed countries to enhance support for capacity building actions in developing countries. How are we tracking progress? With the Paris Agreement, countries establish an enhanced transparency framework known as the ETF. Under ETF, starting in 2024, countries will report transparently on the actions taken and progress in climate change mitigation, adaptation measures, and support provided or received. It also provides for international procedures for the review of the submitted reports. The information gathered through the ETF will feed into the global stock take, which will access the collective progress towards the long-term climate goals. This will lead to recommendation for the countries to set more ambitious plans in the next round. What have we achieved so far? Although climate change action needs to be massively increased to achieve the goals of the Paris Agreements, the years since its entry into force have already sparked low-carbon solutions and new markets. More and more countries, regions, cities, and companies are establishing carbon neutrality targets. Zero-carbon zero solutions are becoming competitive across economic sectors, representing 25% of emissions. This trend is most noticeable in the power and the transport sector and has created many new business opportunities for the early movers by 2030 zero carbon solutions could be competitive in the sectors representing over 70% of the global emissions
with this being said we end up this episode up here and don't forget to share this episode with as many as people as possible so thank you for listening to our episode